702. Nola knows. Wendy Nola, happy Thursday and happy new year. How are you? <laughs> and to you, Elbakile, good to be back with you. All good, all good. We've got a we've got a bumper show today. Yes, we do. And um, um I'll start with the disclaimer. Wendy and I talk all the time because since Wendy's in my life, I have problems that need <laughs> Wendy's advice. <laughs> so let me let me kick you, us right. <laughs> You, for I some say, reason, I hardly need listeners' material. You, you provide more than enough content. <laughs> so let me share um, the story quickly with everybody. Um, um, if you want to go and see the visuals for yourself, you can head over to my verifi- verified social media accounts on Facebook and X, where I shared my experience. Now, my family and I decided that we're going to go away and take. My mom with, take our kids with, I was with my, my siblings, um, for a short little getaway. And we decided let's go close by. And I am a booking.com person. I use that pl- platform often. I've never had problems. We've discussed it on the show before where people have had problems and I've always been uh, open about it. So via booking.com, cause it's just easier to search dates, search a place, and then the different places come up. So I shared with my brother and my sister-in-law, say, what do you guys think? And of the different places, we said, this one looks great. And what we loved about it is that it's self-catering and it has these amazing facilities of swimming pools and slides. And because we're taking the little ones together, it was sort of like, we can't make it to the beach, so let's do something where there are water activities. And we can also do fun things around Hartebius. Dam. Now, I'm going to mention the name because it is publicly out there, but also uh, Wendy has followed up with them as well to come and uh, um, um, give feedback. They're called Seasons Resort. They are four-star rated. Did the booking, um, and I, I'm going to explain the numbers that I spent simply because it relates to the conversation we're going to have. We spent almost 16,000 Rand for three nights in December. It's a three-bedroom premium villa at a four-star resort. They also have a golf course there. They also have a spa and that's what made it so appealing to us. Great. We do the booking. We're excited. We had checked the reviews. Things look good. And then I also spoke to a friend who had been there not long before us saying, oh, you're going to love it. Great. We pack up on the day we go. Oh, prior, sorry. Prior to packing up on the day and going, my brother calls me and says, I'm seeing these weird Google reviews that say that they're complaining about the place being dirty and things being broken. And I'm like, no, man, it can't be that bad. He's like, no, they're only coming up now because we booked over a month in advance. I said, cool, let me call. So I call. I say, hey, just want to verify our booking. I'm triple checking because we booked via a third party site. Yes, we see you. Your villa's going to be ready. And I queried their 4 p.m. check-in time because I was like, why 4 p.m.? It feels late. Um, I asked if it could be earlier, but I said, you know what? It's fine. Um, let's keep it at 4 p.m. I'm seeing funny things on online about you guys and cleaning issues. Please, I'm coming with my mom. She's in, you know, a pensioner. We're trying to have a good time. We have three babies with us. Please make sure our room is clean. She's like, no, we know nothing about that. Cool. I even get her name, Shop. We get there. We arrive. We get our key before 4 p.m., but we only get to the room at around quarter to five because we got lost. The resort is that big. There's also a private estate area. Great. Get to the room. There are tons of monkeys outside. Things are broken. Things are missing. It is dirty. And I immediately am like, call reception. And there's no network in the room. Call, walk around to call reception. Guys, please send somebody to come clean. They come. 
with nothing to clean. Then I'm like, okay, cool. Let's go to the shop, buy some things to clean. We buy some things to clean. We decide we're going to cook. In the middle of the night, something happens that I wasn't aware of. Wake up in the morning to my brother saying, yo, the, play, the way the sheets were so dirty, it felt like sand when you got into the bed. We slept on top of the duvet. Now, luckily, the, the, the two bigger babies, my son and my niece, we had a blow-up mattress that they slept in and we brought bedding uh, at home for them. And because we had seen online that people were complaining about things being dirty, we brought our own towels. Okay, cool. We decided we're going to walk to reception. Walk to reception, guys. We've been phoning. Why is the place dirty? And then it got escalated to the resort manager. And then we were now hot fall. Nothing was getting solved. We left. I complained online and um, um, was wondering why is it four star? Multiple people started sharing their experiences. And while we were there, other people also complained and left early. To conclude, I eventually got my refund after speaking to them. But then I committed online to everybody to say, listen, I know that I was refunded like this. Why? Because I'm a public figure. And when I speak, certain things get done. Shot left, took down the posts promoting the place. The Tourism Grading Council also sent me a message to say, please send a formal complaint. So I said, let's use this as an opportunity to help other people. But then, Mindy, you got a wonderful email. Tell us more. I did. <laughs> uh, the 13th. Uh, so it was from uh, Lisa Bunyan. Um, uh, she and her family live in Bromhof, Randburg. And on the 13th of December, as it so happens, she booked and paid for a three-night stay in a premium villa for five people. She and her husband, their adult son and her parents at Seasons Golf. Uh, the full name is Seasons Golf and golf yeah. uh, a golf and leisure sp- and spa thank you very much i should have made note of that um and three nights the same three nights as you <laughs> as as it would happen um cost of 10000 rand um what they found on arrival was again totally different from the photos that they'd seen on booking.com yes they also used that booking platform and when they queried this with the duty manager, they were told that the photos were of the newly renovated villas, not the one that they found themselves in. Um, not only was the room quite dated, it was dirty. The toilets were smelling, said Lisa. The bins were overflowing, and it generally was unkempt and very, very much at odds with the four-star, uh, uh, the four tourism grading council of South Africa stars that were pr- proudly displayed at reception. Four stars. So I was copied in um, on an email that she sent, I think it was the day they left, uh, 27th, um, the day they left Seasons. Uh, she sent the email to um, Touchdown Africa, which is uh, the company that owns Seasons and, and several other resorts. Um, and in it, she stated, she copied it to me. And she said that um, she wants a, a refund on the grounds of false advertising and unacceptable conditions. She wrote, uh, the, the first morning we woke up to no water without any notification that repairs were being done, considering that the repairs were being done outside the unit next to us. Can I make Honestly, a note? Saw, Can I make a note was quickly? Yours. It was, <laughs> so the reason we know <laughs> is because, <laughs> the reason we know is because in the morning, while we're trying to like sort of make sure the kids are fed, and start packing up. And I've left a lot of details out. Please feel free to go online to get the details because I want to give an opportunity to all of you to share sure. experience. Now, they came to us um, to say, hey, um, we need to close water because 
there's some oh. issue. So the pipes were right outside um, where our, our uh, uh, is it an apartment, a, a thing is, chalet kind Villa of thing, villa. Yeah. villa. Yo, it's, villa sounds very fancy compared to what we had. <laughs> what so just outside, they came and said, hey, can we please come and, and close the water? So we said, you know, somebody's literally in the bath right now. They said, no, don't worry. We'll give you guys five to ten minutes. Now, the maintenance guys were in and out because we had called so many times. We tried to open the blinds. They fell. We tried. So they were there talking to us, but it was literally right outside. So I suspect that Lisa was was in that street that we were in. Yeah, and all your fault, actually. They had no water. <laughs> <laughs> we said to them, we're good. You guys can go ahead and fix the water. <laughs> Meanwhile, the next door, you said, no. anyway, they moved them. To another unit. She says we had a, this is when things went really pear. Now this is day two. We had a braai at lunchtime. We went to the pools and came back to an absolute disaster. The entire unit had been trashed by monkeys. And the unit, we, she says they had locked it and closed all the windows, even though there were no notices saying that. Um, the monkeys had defecated everywhere, even in the dishes. They destroyed all the food that they'd brought. Remember, this is self-catering. We called reception for help and it took them about an hour to come. They showed up without any disinfecting liquid, just soap and water. We couldn't go home as it was already late by then, so we had to spend the night. We had no food, though, because we couldn't cook in the unit due to the unsanitary way in which it had been cleaned and the gross smell. There was no check from management after the incident to make sure if we were okay, just very unprofessional in general. Um, and the staff said this was a regular occurrence. Um, despite there being no sound, they said the window frames are old, the monkeys just shake them, and the latch drops, and in they come. She says we had to, the service was terrible, we had to ask for everything, toilet rolls, dish soap, dish cloth, everything. Um, so they left uh, before 7.30 the next morning. Um, and I thought we, at this stage, we should bring Lisa in and hear from her directly. Yes, and I think um, 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 for to clarify so that uh, in case I missed it, we were booked from the 27th to the 30th. We left on the 28th, as in the next day. Now, some people, when they saw the images, because the shower was filthy, everything was filthy, were like, why did you even sleep there? I would have left that day. I had not seen the showers because it was in an ensuite room that my brother and his wife had taken because they have a small baby. So for everybody that says, like, why didn't you leave uh, um, uh, or why didn't you stay? It was not livable. And then secondly, for us to be leaving, it wasn't going to be possible with three kids under the age of three, uh, to be getting them all ready to leave in the middle of the night. But also because Wendy Nola has taught me well, when we walked to reception, I made sure that I had conversations with the lady we spoke to on the phone, plus the duty manager, plus the resort manager, so I could have it all recorded and on record so that come time to request a refund, we had everything we needed. And that was an important thing, Wendy, that you've always taught me. Take pictures, take videos, make sure you record, yes. get names, document, get document. numbers. And I did call Wendy when I was there to say, Wendy, just remind me again, I'm having a problem. What do I need to do? And Wendy's like, just make sure you've got a record of everything. And that's what happened. So let's bring in Elisa. Uh, welcome. Thank you so much for coming through. I'm so sorry you had this experience, but I want to laugh with you like, oh my gosh, we suffered together. Hi, how are you? Good, thanks. And you? Okay, thanks. Um, good afternoon to Wendy, yourself, and Rukila, and good afternoon to all the listeners. Yes, uh, um, I think you were in the unit. We were in the attached unit. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. yes. 
So I did see you guys packing up to leave. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Yeah, because the water, the water problem was just outside your unit, and we were attached to your unit. Okay. Okay. Yes, it was basically exactly what you said. We got there, and the check-in time is really late. So we stopped in Atibias before we uh, to have lunch in Atibias. So obviously we're on holiday. My husband and my dad and my son had a few beers and whatever. So we got there, we checked in. Room was a bit delayed, so we got into the room at about maybe quarter to five, five o'clock. And that's when we, yes, the room was untidy. As you said, no cell phone reception. Walk up and down to the reception area to get somebody to help you. Resort manager promised to send somebody to clean. They came once the first time as well with water and a sponge, and that's all they used to clean. I ended up going and buying a doom and uh, stuff to spray the rooms, and we couldn't drive home. It was late, and the, the roads are not the greatest from there, so we slept. Ravash, the resort manager, promised to uh, swap us into a better unit the next morning. Next morning we wake up, I was up like about five o'clock because I was very uncomfortable because it's just, it was very unhygienic. And um, got up five o'clock, I had a bath. So by the time my, my family woke up, there was no water. Phone reception, no, no reception doesn't know about it. They didn't know that they were, the water was being switched off. So eventually they moved us into the other unit at about half past 11, 12 o'clock. And at that time, everybody had a shower. The other unit wasn't, wasn't uh, sparkling, but it wasn't as bad as the unit that we were in. Okay. And it didn't have the pool because when, we, when I booked, I booked the unit with the pool. So, but I said, fine, I'll live with it. So we had a, my parents were leaving back, so we had a dry. And we cleaned up, washed all the dishes, cleaned up, packed all the food on the table. We said, we're not cooking for supper. We'll just eat what's there and went to the pool. Came back from the pool, I think at about, caught it after six or so. And it was an absolute disaster. Can I ask, Lisa, when you went to the pool, because when we were there, it was green and the slide wasn't working. No, I didn't. No, we didn't go on that one. We went on the little one. The kids were in the little pool next to the, just below the restaurant. Okay, okay. Okay. Yes. So the first unit that we went into, the pool was deep as well. Okay. So so my niece went back to the room first. And she came back and she said, listen. No, her husband came back and said, what are we eating for supper? I said, what do you mean? I got quite irritated because we take so much of food. He said, I said, we're eating whatever was left over. He said, come and have a look what the monkeys did. So I walked back. And it was an absolute shock to my friend. And natural reaction, we called him. It's already been half an hour by the time I got back to the unit. I started cleaning. Okay, because now I'm stressed. It's, uh, it, yeah, I started cleaning and throwing food out, and, and it took the cleaning, the housekeeping, an hour before they got to it. Mm. And that they came with water and soap. Mm. 
my son eventually had to basically bribe them to go and get Jig. We gave them a hundred rand and said, please go and bring us Jig. Please bring us Jig so that you can send us. Mm. And we were in the we were in the unit, so we were watching how they were cleaning. We couldn't. I was, I was definitely not feeding my family with those cutleries and crockery. So that night we didn't have food to eat. We had food in the freezer, but we couldn't cook it. It was, you know what? It felt like I was violated, mm. like somebody had broke into my home. I don't blame the. I don't. I don't hold the resort totally accountable for the monkeys. I hold them accountable for their reaction to the situation. Can I say something, Lisa, to what you're saying about that? The reason I do hold them accountable for the monkeys is because when we arrived, the people across from us, they could not even check in at all because there were dozens. It looked like almost 50 monkeys plus two of the bucks because the bins had not been emptied and our bin did not even have a lid. Now, why, why, if you may say, why are you holding them accountable? Why is it that we can go to Sun City and we all know about the monkeys, but we've never had experiences like that? It's, you know, you have monkeys at your resort. Why are you not implementing the necessary things? You can't say to us, well, the latch is not working. The monkeys know how to open them. It means you knew there was a problem, but you didn't fix it. Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, I totally agree with that. But but what I, what what didn't sit right with me is that you know you've got an issue. Everybody from the cleaners to the maintenance manager, everybody told us there's a monkey issue. When our unit was trashed, there was another unit, unit forty two, that was also damaged by the monkeys. But you don't have protocols in place. It took an hour for for them to come. They didn't bring any sanitizing equipment and detergent, nothing of that sort. So if you come there with all sanitized, if you, you, you need to have a protocol in place, you come in within five minutes, you show your guests that you, you've disinfected the unit, and then you walk away. There was no follow-up to management. Management knew what happened. No. The resort manager never came to the unit to say, hi, how are you? I heard what, is there, what has happened. Are you guys okay? Nothing. We went, by the time we got to the restaurant to eat, there was no, the, the kitchen was closed. So we mm. didn't get to eat that night. Mm. We took two plastic cups from the restaurant back to the room so we could drink cold drink because we refused to use the cutlery and the crockery in the room. Mm. So I woke up at hospital five in the morning Packed everything up, got everybody up, said no barking, brush your teeth, we'll get coffee on the road, we're going home. Mm. And that was, and you know what was the most disappointing thing for me is that it was a particularly very bad year from a health perspective for both mm. my husband and I. So he just recovered from a bypass and I recovered from cancer. Mm. So we were really looking forward. And, you know, with being ill, you don't go out. You keep yourself indoors so that you don't get contact anything and so on and so forth. And we were really looking forward to just being out of the house and spending time away and just uh, really having a good time. And mm. that's what my holiday ended up with. Mm. Now, Lisa, can I ask, um, ha- did you check reviews before you booked? I did. I've heard, you know what, I've been, I've actually been wanting to go to this place for a very long time mm. because I've I've always heard very good things about seafood. Mm. Okay, 
And the fact that it had a spa there, we were planning to use the hydro pools the night of the monkey disaster, and the next day we were planning to go to the spa. Mm -hmm. So those are also, I, I spoke to people, I read up on it, and everything was, everything sounded good. So you did do your due diligence, basically. Yes, and I, I did. I, I actually did. There was there's a lady that I worked with that always said, "Oh, you must go there. It's so beautiful." And Rivercula is actually a very beautiful property with so much potential, right? Yeah, it, it's stunning. The restaurant's stunning. The the landscaping is beautiful, and when you walk into reception, everything's nice and pretty and clean. But when you walk into the unit itself. Oh my God! Oh my goodness! So Wendy, I'm going to bring you 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 back in here. So just to to clarify, then we had booked exactly the same rooms, right, as Lisa, but the prices were mm. different. Now, subsequent, um, of course, to my experience, um, which I got a full refund. I did request refund on cleaning products because we literally went to go buy cloths and thick bleach and bleach and sponges they went there i did not get a refund on that they did not actually even respond to me on that the ceo of the entire resort got in contact with me to 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 invite me to come back to have a different experience and did explain around the maintenance issues that they were having that those rooms were supposed to be refurbished but of course our key complaints were the service itself and the cleanliness of the property so i want to be able to share that disclaimer and for those of you that want to experience for yourself please know people have had great experiences there this is just the experience of myself and lisa and those that have commented and shared their reviews as well so wendy um you got this email um when you when you already knew about my story correct when i had uh, after i had called you absolutely Yes, and I, I, as you recall, I, I got hold of you immediately and said, look, this is another one, same time as you, very similar issues around the cleanliness and the state, the general state of the so-called premium villa that you had booked and paid for up front. Uh, so I took up the case with um, Eben Orendal, who was the man that phoned you. He is CEO of Touchdown Africa, which owns Seasons and several other resorts. I sent him a formal written query and, uh, you know, I asked all the obvious questions, you know, it, it, on the reading of the complaints, it would seem that maintenance is a serious issue here or lack of it rather, a lack of uh, disinfecting, cleaning detergents, which does present a serious health issue, especially when you've got monkeys defecating around the place. Does Touchdown acknowledge that there were appalling conditions during the recent festive season? What went wrong? What are you doing to remedy the situation? Mm. Um, why have the Munions uh, written complaints, uh, the written complaint been ignored, their email? Will they also be getting a full refund? And he did respond to me um, via phone call. He phoned me on Tuesday. And I think we can talk about what was what he said mm. uh, on the other side of our break. All right. So when we come back from the news, Wendy will give us, give us feedback on what the resort had to say to all of their problems. If you had a great experience, because it is important for us as a country that all of our, our establish, establishments exceed and do well, also share. But it isn't just about this resort. Chat to us about the places you stayed at. And if you, if you feel that they were graded incorrectly, and then joining us in studio will be uh, the tourism grading council as well for the rest of the conversations just after 2 30. 702 nola knows
from distinctions to false four-star ratings. We are back with Wendy <laughs> Nola. <laughs> Talking about my experience as well as Lisa Munin's experience at Seasons Resort. I'm going to reiterate, not everybody has had a terrible experience. There are many positive reviews and it is in, in all of our interests. I'm a very patriotic South African for all of these places to do well and be exceptional. And the, 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 the complaints of all of the things that have happened there, you can see them for yourselves on Hello Peter, on Booking.com, whose reviews do get verified. I see my review did get verified and put up because I had to submit proof of what I was complaining about. And then, of course, um, all of the other places as well, Google, there are positive glowing reviews from internationals. There are negative reviews from internationals and locals. So please do, don't boycott the place. Have your own experience, but we must hold places accountable. So, Wendy, before uh, we went to the news, you're about to share with us what the CEO had to share. We do have joining us, uh, who joined us in studio, Bronwyn Oretu, is Chief Quality Assurance Officer um, for the SA Grading uh, Tourism Grading Council of South Africa, not SA Tourism Grading Council. So they're in studio as well, and they've been listening to the conversation so that we can also open up the lines on 011-883-0702 in the WhatsApp line 072-702-1702 for the question. So, Wendy, what did the CEO have to say to you? Okay. The CEO of Touchdown Africa is Eben Odendahl, and uh, Seasons is one of the resorts that they they own and manage. So he said, um, I asked him, as I, as I shared just before news, what went wrong? What are they doing about it? Can the Munions also expect a full refund um, as you've been offered? And um, I got a phone call in response. So just a, a summary of what he said was that Lisa sent an email to an address which does not exist. I asked her about this. She said it was given to her by the resort manager. There was and there was a slight discrepancy between the actual address and what she was given, and so it, they, it is correct that they did not um, touchdown did not receive that email. They got it via me when I sent my media query, mm. but she said the manager also hadn't answered any of the emails that she'd sent the resort directly, or any WhatsApps that she'd sent him to his personal WhatsApp. No answers. Um, he said we don't really refund any client as a general rule. Um, which in its, that's not Consumer Protection Act uh, compliant in itself because certainly even it, on the basis of what was advertised and what was there, um, the only refurbished issue, uh, villas appeared in the listing, whereas you guys, uh, eight villas, um, hadn't been refurbished. And so the, the images were misleading. I mean, the, the bookings were made on the basis of images, right? Um, and the images were, we did not apply. He said, um, it's not just about doing refunds to make people happy. We need to fix. No argument there. He says, the last eight villas are part of a 10 million rand refurbishment. We were wrong to book them, he said. It was our mistake. We shouldn't have booked them knowing that they hadn't been refurbished. But what we did is decide to book them um, and discount the price. So profit um, over people. It would seem so, yes. Um, he said... And I didn't make the point which he conceded that guests wouldn't have known that they were getting a discounted rate. And and full disclosure, which is what the CPA is all about, would have required them to say we are discounting these uh these this particular villa and several others because they have not been refurbished like the others. We are still in the process. And we the room also comes then, with, with monkeys in it. <laughs> well, I suppose that applies to the whole resort. But I mean then people could have made the all important informed 
choice, right, yeah, as yeah. to what they were paying for. Yes. He says, we are no longer re- letting out those eight units. They are Some are eight years old, so they don't look pretty. Those were his exact words. The refurbish, their refurbishment will be completed by the 23rd of February. He said, we didn't only respond to Rebekhile the way we did because she has a platform and that she was making a noise. Uh, people must expect to have encounters with monkeys when they come to the bush. Complaining about monkeys is petty, he said. Lisa's complaint, as you recall, was not so much about the monkey invasion, but about the woeful response in terms of time, in terms of attitude, and in terms of just not deal equipped to disinfect, which is what you have to do if you've got monkey feces in I, a I living just space. Think that those, I mean, the word petty should not be coming out of the words of anybody in that position that is now being the front facing voice and face of the business. How dare you? even use the uh, word petty. I'm not even going to touch on the phone call that I had with him that I recorded for insurance purposes. Why? Because people will behave differently when they know you have a platform versus when they're dealing with the everyday person. Had it been my brother or my sister-in-law or my mom that laid the complaint, I know for a fact we, not, we, we would not have a cent in our bank account. And I want my domestos also. So <laughs> <laughs> Your domestos money. I want it. <laughs> He says that the green pool that you that you experienced, he said it was one of just 58 pools on the entire property and none of the others were green. Well, we've just heard from, from, um, uh, I've got Lisa, Lisa, from Lisa, yes. from Lisa, um, saying that the little one that they had before they were moved out of their unit was also green. But anyway, he says there were two thunderstorms a day at that time. Yes, it, it is difficult. To, anyone who has a domestic pool will know that it is. When you have that kind of weather, it's very difficult to mm. maintain the clarity of your pool. He said that pool has a glass, gas chlorinator. We couldn't find someone to regas it. So chlorine was applied and it uh, clearly didn't work. He said the slide was not broken, just the one step leading to it. The, but then um, why was it closed off? Why was it oh, closed was it? off? With, yes, completely with red tape. And we asked the lifeguards, uh, uh, is the slide working? He said, no, you can't use it. It's broken. So... Oh, okay. Mm. 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 Um, about the all aborted issue of the lack of cleaning materials and protocols, he said we have a contract with a chemical company for the supply of cleaning materials that our 62 housekeeping staff use. I will investigate what went wrong. It is unacceptable, he said, for them to rock up with a mop and a bucket of water. It's impossible to clean without chemicals. So he took that on board 100%. We have spent a lot of money on the 700-bed property, he said, which has 100% occupancy. Uh, people must not make generalizations about a property based on a few complaints. He was very big on that. Do not generalize. Do not generalize. There is odd, bad experiences, but you've got to see um, the reviews and people's experience in totality. And that's something that you, as one of the people that exper- had a bad experience, that okay. say mm. in the course of this, this show. Um, let's see. Uh, so, so what I think I think we must do because I'm seeing that you know, there are calls coming in and messages coming in. Um, what I think we must do because we've got Tourism Grading Council in studio and we can have oh. a part two of this because, particularly with seasons, they have requested for an opportunity to fix it up and invited my family back. Which I said, if schedules and allow and if my family is happy, we will we will honour that. But I also expect the resort to do right by the other people. It cannot just be myself. 
Sure, and that same invitation has been extended to Lisa and her family, with, and they've asked for her bank account details for a refund, and she said, thank you very much, but I will not be going back there. Oh. She's too traumatized by the experience, so she's not willing to have a round two. Which but is, take the which money, girl. Much. Take the money. Yeah, All right, let's take a quick break. Thing. We're going to open up the lines, and then we're going to hear from the Tourism Grading Council of South Africa. Insurance Limited, a licensed life insurer. 702. NOLA knows. It is our consumer rights feature, Nola Knows, and we are sitting with the Tourism Grading Council of South Africa. We've got Chief Quality Assurance Officer in studio with us, Bronwyn Oret. And uh, Wendy, I can already uh, share with you that Bronwyn is agreeing to come through for a part two if we run out of time. The lines uh, 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 are open, 011 the WhatsApp line 0727021702, and some of your messages that are coming through. But I want to first start off, um, Bronwyn, by asking, firstly, thank you so much somebody in your office wrote me to say hey we graded these people please send a complaint i was not even aware that the public could do that and we'll take the details before the end of the show um and and i'm sure when we have some time there um that we can get an opportunity to really get to understand the grading process especially for those people who are starting their own businesses and want to get graded and want to get those amazing stars so that they can charge the things that they do so to start off what did you hear about the story? Have you ever received a complaint about this resort? And how does it usually work when you do receive complaints? Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. And I really appreciate the opportunity to discuss, discuss the Grading Council of South Africa and how we've engaged in this matter. Um, first off, I'm really sorry for your experience and for Lisa's experience. Um, it's unfortunate that, you know, these things can happen and we do have systems in place for that. So, you know, just to explain from a grading council perspective, you know, the grading council is the only entity that is legislated for quality assurance in the mm. tourism sector for hotels and accommodation providers and uh, venues. Um, so we are absolutely the right people when an establishment is graded to pr- provide feedback to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we have quite a, quite a, a significant team of assessors that are on the ground who go out on an annual basis to do a physical assessment of the property. So, you know, obviously we are, we are quite um, involved in the tourism sector. We like to collaborate uh, with, our, with the, the sector itself, you know, with the property owners um, and everyone at large. We do monitor what happens um, from a feedback perspective when people engage us directly. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, when your, when your comment was shared with us, um, we felt necessary to engage so that we could, we could close out the loop and inform you that there is a process for informing us informing mm. us of your experience so that we could deal with it appropriately. What is uh, the Tourism Grading Council's relationship with Shot Left and SA Tourism? Because the Shot Left account also then, you know, they took the post down, which at the time I was like, yes, don't use false advertising. The pictures you're showing are not what is there. But I still want to understand the process for that to happen. So what is that relationship with Shot Left, who really is there to promote our country, which is what they should be doing, and SA Tourism? Absolutely. So, so the, biz, uh, the Tourism Grading Council of South Africa is a business unit of South African tourism. Mm. And Short Left is the domestic platform through which you'll see our marketing campaigns. We will mm. promote um, and we attract travelers to different destinations and provinces and experiences throughout the country. So w- we do have a relationship, of course. Yes. Um, and we do engage with one another and we, we monitor accordingly. Um, so when, you know, the, the post was uh, put up because, you know, it's one of the properties we wanted to promote on Short Left mm. and then the experience happened and we had to review uh, the promotion of that particular property. Mm. Um, and, you know, 
again, you know, for us, it's about the engagement and making sure we get the formal complaint so we can engage the property respectively. Um, I think it's really important to, to understand that, you know, we have to afford the property the opportunity to reply. We have a very rigorous process mm. for grading. Um, Although grading is on an annual basis, in this instance, we proactively engaged and we went to see the property in what we call a post-audit, where we, we speak to the property, we discuss the issues, we go see what is happening on the ground. Um, we do this on a regular basis um, mm. and we monitor the feedback that does come through in order to inform where we go. Um, sometimes we do spot visits, but you know, in this instance we did, they were very open to us engaging with them mm. um, and you know, we, we did go and assess the property post uh, your experience and a few others um, uh, On the WhatsApp line Alice is saying We just tuned in What resort are you guys talking about? Apologies It is Seasons Golf Leisure and Spa That is the resort that we're talking about And I very quickly want to take a call Do me in Centurion um, uh, You had an experience with the same resort Hi Kilakushila Yes Yes What happened? So we were at season from the 24th to the 27th of December. We spent Christmas there. And on the 27th, we obviously checked out. There was a device that we had left there and just peaceful sleep, like minor things, but the device mm. was the most important one. So um, we obviously called. We left it in the bedroom drawer. We know exactly where it was. Mm. So I called. Obviously, it was an oversight on our side, but I called just the next day on the 28th to let them know that this has happened mm. and directed them where the device was. I literally called every day. They just keep taking my details. No one's getting back to me. Mm. Um, they're letting me know that the cleaning lady will, was on leave. She's come back. When she's come back, I'm like, so what is the process? What should I do to get feedback? No feedback. And then I think on the 2nd of Jan, I called again. I, I literally called every day and they said the device is not there. So okay. Okay. my question is, how mm. do we deal with, um, what's the process now? Something I know was definitely in the room. How mm. should I deal with them? Because now they're not responding to my email. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for that. And let me use this opportunity to share something that I didn't even share with you, Wendy. So when we were leaving... We always, we did a spot check. My sister-in-law realized she couldn't, she had left her, her watch. She found it, we left. We get home, we had brought our own coffee machine and we realized, oh my gosh, we left the coffee machine. Luckily, we had the resort manager's cell phone number. He said he went, he got it. We were able to get the coffee machine back. However, not everybody has the resort manager's cell phone number. So, Wendy, let me bring you in quickly um, before we come back to Bronwyn. In all of these experiences, what have you found um, should uh, what should the protocol be um, if you forget something, if you're not happy with something, and where are you seeing the gaps? Outside of maintenance and cleaning, I think there's a general top-down issue. There are no processes there. When you call housekeeping, no one knows anything. The duty manager, I, I just think that the organization in terms of the people and their jobs is in shambles. Wendy? Uh, are you on mute? Wendy Nola? Okay, as we are getting Wendy back, uh, because we're chatting... Uh, hello. To, oh, there you go. <laughs> so, oh, I don't know what happened there. Yes, yeah, so, okay, yeah, so what, what are you seeing the gap? What are you seeing the issue is from your perspective, having obviously worked okay. in the space for so long? Okay, so leaving aside the problems that arose and the, the CEO has undertaken they, on the hygiene issue, they're having a 
complete rehaul. The, the units are being refurbished. All of that is given me all those undertakings. And he says, our management is in the process of investigating the breakdowns in communication with reception and cleaning staff to ensure this doesn't happen again. But there are breakdowns all along the way. Uh, so it's, it's gratifying to hear that, but they need to systematically go through. And at every touch point with a consumer, every issue, there needs to be a process. I think there's just a lacking of management protocols where if this happens, this is put in place. But if a, if a person complains, it's natural to, to, to complain first to the people you're seeing, the resort managers. What is his, what is his responsibility? How does he feed it up? Lisa's complaint was just stuck with him. He, she got given the wrong email address by mistake or on purpose. We have no way of knowing, but he was ignoring her WhatsApp, her emails. That you can't compound a bad experience with a complete lack of, uh, of accountability, a lack of response to complaints. There needs to be um, a complaints handling protocol that everybody is on board with, that everybody understands their role in, because otherwise, you know, if that happens so many times, a, a person is completely wowed by the way a mistake is rectified. Mm. So it's not, we all, we're human and, and, and organizations are run by humans. Mistakes happen. You shouldn't keep making the same ones over and over. But, but the point is, how do you deal with that mistake? So it's not the mm. monkeys, it's how do you deal with that? Mm. And, and there needs to be, you know, every, every break, every break in service to the consumer needs to have, okay, this is how we handle it. There needs to be, people need to be held accountable to response times and those need to be audited. And unless you put time and energy there, these issues, whatever, you know, things are going to go wrong. Mm. You're not going to be able to satisfy your customers when they go wrong in a way that they expect if those protocols are not put in place and put in place urgently. All right. We are going to need to have a part two, but uh, before we head off, because we've run out of time, we've got a couple of WhatsApp messages about other resorts. Um, one person saying the reviews are absolutely horrible. The pictures are horrible of the spot. And I know those questions will need to be answered. Bronwyn, can you share the details of how people can touch, get in touch with the Tourism Grading Council? And then, of course, the next time we get together, we can talk in detail about that process and then what the follow-up is going to be in this particular situation. Absolutely. Um, so you can get in touch with us through emailing us on feedback at tourismgrading.co.za. Uh, just one more time. That is feedback at tourismgrading.co.za um, and we have a team that monitor that um, and then we will track and trace how we proceed through the complaint or escalation or query. And then in the interests of transparency, booking.com did in good faith also get in touch with me and they put some money in the like wallet um, um, to say uh, to apologize and they also are addressing it because it was uh, uh, on their platform um, and I feel like I was missing something else. Uh, Wendy, did I miss anything else so that we're fully transparent uh, with this whole situation? Yeah, um, I think so. You haven't um, given them an answer as to whether you'll be going back, but we can also deal with oh, that. I did say too. schedules allowing and my family agreeing because oh, it was very traumatic for everybody. But I myself, even if they don't, I am committing, give people an opportunity to make right and fix how you speak to people. But we will definitely have to have a part two of this. Thank you so much, Bronwyn, for coming to studio. And maybe the next time as well, let's hear from SA Tourism. Oh, I remember. Shot left. Everybody came off the shot left saying that you guys are advertising places you haven't checked. Please don't bash shot left. They also have their processes. We need to follow them. We need to know about all the local spots that they are promoting because this is our country and we need to make it work.